0: Peter Murphy doing David Bowie well, Two you. Nights. Look, oh you my God. just demonstrated the point there. In all humility. If anybody should do one, you know. And two, once he died, I'm not going to mar that by coming out immediately with some sort of tribute. I've already done Ziggy. Ziggy's the number one cover of Bowie's from Over the Man, whatever. We knew that anyway. I've done my own Space Odyssey, which is quite ample, whatever. But I didn't want to step on that. It's kind of uh, um, indelicate to suddenly jump on a kind of bandwagon, you know, do a cover a Bowie because he's dead. Oh, leave him alone, you know, leave him alone. Well, you've done many covers of Bowie's over the years. Yeah, but the he's alive. Brothers, <laughs> you've done, you've done. Wow, that. you know that? <laughs> yeah. That was last year. Did you, d- you did Gene Genie, did um, which we're going How to play you know after. That? How do you know? <laughs> Only live. I'm a Peter Look Murphy fan. Look at you. Fan. It was a spark. I thought, wait a minute. I know what started it. Mark, the drummer, Mark Slutsky, who's a New Yorker, brilliant drummer. I, f- I found my drummer. And uh, Mark Gemini Thwaite, my guitarist, who I've been working with for a long time, who can play Bad House Light brilliantly. Um, We were jamming during, and I said, play Rebel Rebel. Let's just jam with Rebel Rebel. David wasn't there, David the bass player. We did it, and it's like, it killed it straight away. So I went, I've got to do it, I've got to do it now. So I've just got like a bunch of songs that I've got, but I've yet to design the set. It doesn't matter. So hopefully it'll it'll be good. But it might genius. crash. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but that's the thing about Peter Murphy. You just never know how no. it's going to go. <laughs> Clearly you've met Bowie because you starred in that very unforgettable opening scene mm. of The Hunger. Yeah. And um, it, we talk about this on my morning show all the time. That is one of the most incredible opening scenes of any movie. Yeah. What was it Fortuitous. like to film that? Fortuitous. I mean, I, I don't know whether you know... You know the man in the, ma- the chair in the Maxell ad? There was a rumor that that was well, that you was with your hair with blowing with back in no, the tie. No, you tire? guys in America, you guys, they, didn't, they wanted somebody more mid Atlantic. But I, I did the first two, the seminal original two for Europe and the rest of the world in London, but with Howard Gard, the director, who was with uh, Ridley Scott Associates. Okay? So I did this ad, and then you guys over here nicked it. Maxell wanted to use some non-specific person, so you don't know who it is. Less in androgynous and, and, some and handsome. Yeah, some blank, <laughs> thank you. But anyway, so that, that, that was a connection. And so as it turned out, Howard Gardner knew Tony Scott, God rest his soul. And he knew that, obviously we didn't know, that he'd been, he was about to make The Hunger and had been looking for a year with his musical director to find a group a band to appear in the corner of the opening nightclub scene, but he hadn't, he was he's very, very specific and just refused so much. And then he said, Howard said, You've got to come and see this person. So Tony Scott came to see us and said, Watch this song. And Tony Scott saw me do Bella and he went, Oh, it killed him. He said, That's it, we got it. So we were, we were high. we were engaged to play it. Now for us, it was like, wow, oh my God, this is perfect. Bowie's next film, we're in it. Well, I'm in it. It turned out I was in it and Danny Ash's elbow was in it. But, sorry. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, nice elbow though. Did you get to meet Bowie that day? Yes. Was that the first time you met him? Yes. Well, it was kind of like, oh my God, I don't want this. I don't want him to be around was like no please so we had to go in at six in the morning you know what these f- films are like they start at six in the morning or something or five so he he set it up Tony set it up with a cage in the front that's all and you know the same lights that we use he was very smart he just he said point the camera and take it didn't direct me because that's what i do it was us it was well as it turned out and i didn't know how it was going to be used so how god called me oh I suddenly felt it was a it was filmed in Heaven, the Black Nightclub in London. And there's a balcony. I felt, uh-oh, he's here. You could feel it. And I oh God, he's watching me sing. So for me, when I was 14, 15, it was like, no, I'm not going to th- think about this. This is this is like it was a sh- so we ca- I came off after doing it. He just you know, filmed a couple of takes, and that was enough, you know. So I walked down. The- oh, Peter, hi. My name's Coco. I'm David Bowes. You know, Coco Schwab, David Bowes' <laughs> assistant. And oh, thank you very much. He said that was amazing. I'm so impressed. Uh, and I said thank you very much. Thank you guys, can I go now? And and I looked up, and there he was, looking down at me from the balcony, and like in his gear. I went. I just want to go to my dressing room, please. Can I not talk about anything? I don't want to meet him. It's awful. He's too small. <laughs> He's too small. Oh my god! He looks pasty. <laughs> he d- look at that nose. That's not right. No. Never no. meet your heroes. No, exactly. No, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. I didn't. It was my creation. It's the fans' creation. You mustn't. I, as an artist, mustn't mess with that as a person. When I'm meeting people now, VIP, I'm very aware of this. It's like you have to be Prince Charles or something. Not not pretend, be very real and lovely, but don't mess with it. You know, don't mess with their paradigm. To break a paradigm is a very destructive thing. And luckily with me, I feel confident there's a beautiful paradigm there. It isn't something that I have to correct and apologize for whereas I was a Bowie casualty if you like a lot of people were you know I know that that's quite a, a controversial quite it's not meant to be critical of him really but with the decadence and everything else at first you saw this angelic manifestation of this theatrical being beautiful being with this voice and you were just hearing it and the words then you start hearing the coke and the sex and it's like when you're very young it just mars you you become influenced basically the first person i met in america literally the first american person that i spoke to in 1980 79 when we came to new york we stayed in a place called the iroquois hotel do you know it? Yes, it's, on Forty Fourth Street. Does it exist still? Mm-hmm. I've got to go there. I, we didn't know. We were from Chicken Town, so we, you know, we were in one room together, in a room. And David J comes out of the bathroom. <sighs> There's a cockroach in the in the shower. How interesting. Let's write. It's New York. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I said yes, David. So I I minced down to the lobby, in my uh, white cutoff thing, like not too made up, but a big gorge, you know, and. Uh, it's only a small lobby. Oh, wow, New York, I'm in New York. There's one little reception with some guy there. And on the left, there's a very small bar about that big. I walk out, oh, it's nice. I'm, I'm, let's have a half a lager. Want a beer? Yeah, okay, and then a beer. Sure. Could I please have half a lager, please? Want a beer? Yeah, okay. So there's one person sitting there, and they're watching sport, and I'm just... Getting a little bit tipsy because when you haven't eaten breakfast, you know. And he says, "You want another one, Jim?" He says, "Sure, I'll have another one." And I, I swear by my ear, I turn around, I go. James Osterberg, is Ziggy Pop? What is that? That's got to wow. be fortuitous, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that? Isn't that a great story? That's though? a great story. But wait a minute! I want to f- conclude this by saying, you I, should conclude the it. The bit that was marred by. Bowie, I've got, I'm next to Biggie Park. We can go and do loads of drugs, have loads of sex and all this. Just in your head, you think that that's what it's about. You know what I mean? You're influenced by it. That's not the reality. Well, it was. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so there's a casualty aspect, you know, you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I totally... You shut your mouth about what you're doing. You know, keep the palace silence. Don't talk about yourself, not you. Don't talk about yourself too much. Don't be so, you know, la la la. Well, I'm talking about myself now, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Stop it. Shut Stop up it. and just do the bloody work Preserve. and let the fans live it.